Welcome to the NutraCast, a production by Nutra Ingredients USA. I'm Danielle Masterson. Thank you for joining me here on the NutraCast, where we talk and share insights from inside the nutrition industry. Online influencers typically fill their social media feeds with photos of tropical drinks on the beach or crisscrossing the globe on luxury trips, but the pandemic has put much of that on pause. So what's in store for influencers who are now staying at home? For many influencers and brands, the coronavirus signaled a time to pivot. Joining us now is Bailey Dumond, Director of Brand Marketing at Ancient Nutrition. Welcome to the NutriCast, Bailey. Hi, thank you so much for having me. So a lot of marketing budgets were cut due to the economic uncertainty. I know, especially in March and April, I got a few calls saying, hey, you know, we had to let our publicists go. We're handling media in-house, for instance. But Ancient Nutrition actually doubled down on marketing, specifically influencer marketing. So I just have to ask, what led to that decision? For us, we really decided to double down on our ambassador program specifically. So as budgets were being cut, you know, obviously our team was impacted as well. So we started looking at, okay, who is giving us the most value? We really want to make sure that we're leaning into our most loyal, uh, long-term relationships first. So, you know, when we had to really prioritize and get smart with our budget, we started looking at, okay, who are the people who are consistently going above and beyond and how can we invest the reduced budget that we have and make it go further. So that's why we decided to lean into our ambassadors. And, you know, we have a really, really great group of people there who through this entire pandemic have just been so understanding and just have really helped us to maintain, you know, the same level of impressions that we were looking for really before all of this pandemic hit. Mm -hmm. And, And how did you go about building these authentic relationships with ambassadors? So we really try to look at it as a person-to-person relationship. The way that we're structured is we kind of look at our influencer team less so as, you know, people who are just cranking through campaigns and more similar to, you know, call it account managers. So, you know, I really wanted for each of our ambassadors to, you know, not only have a point of contact within the brand, but someone who knew, you know, their birthday, who they felt like they could go get a coffee or kombucha with, you know, we wanted those relationships to feel really personal, especially in the health space. I think it's so important for people to be really authentic and to have that ability to chat back and forth with people. So yeah, that was just really, really important to us from the onset. So it kind of impacts every decision that we make. You know, we try to avoid as much mass communication as we can and try to make it really personalized to each person um, as much as possible. Obviously, that's not always possible, but, you know, really trying to make sure that we are not only, you know, getting the benefit that we need, but also thinking about the ambassador and putting them first and trying to take what's going to give them value as well and making it more of a, a give and take relationship instead of, you know, super transactional. Mm-hmm. You said that you had a number of influencers that you worked with, and then you sort of looked at the ones that brought the most value and the ones that you thought were the most authentic. How many did you have previously? And then how many are you working with currently? 
So we started the year with about, it was a little over 700 ambassadors that we had on our list. And we went through and looked at, you know, how those relationships had evolved over the past six months. So, you know, some people were still on our ambassador list who we'd worked with a lot, you know, maybe three years ago, but then they transitioned maybe to fashion or some other area and it didn't make as much sense anymore. So when we really started looking into it, we realized that out of those 700, about 350 were, you know, not only doing the bare minimum, but going way above and beyond. So that made the decision really easy for us. And right now we're working with about 350 ambassadors. What are some of the benefits as a brand that you get out of working with these influencers and ambassadors? So we track impressions are definitely the biggest thing that we're looking for right now. We're a relatively new brand. People don't know a ton about our brand yet and, you know, much less about our wide product offering. So we really, really focus in on that impression number. So, you know, when we were building out ambassadors, we realized we'll do a sponsored campaign with them, but we picked ambassadors based on the people who are not only doing their sponsored posts, but continuing to post throughout the entire time that they had the product. So we were finding our ambassadors were actually not just posting for sponsored posts, but they were also posting throughout the entire cycle of the product that they had. So they'd finish and they'd actually reach out to us and say, Hey, I just finished. I'd love to keep working with you guys. Would you mind sending us more? So that's really how we kind of identified the, ambassadors and made that natural relationship. And we found that through that, we really end up getting outside of our, you know, typical sponsored posts, about 80% of our impressions each month are coming from unpaid ambassador posts, which are just those above and beyond posts that we see. So just that repeat exposure has been so valuable to us. So you say that they're unpaid. Does that mean that you just send them product? Yeah, that's correct. So some of them will be, it'll start as a sponsored post collaboration and we'll, you know, send them product and we'll pay them for, you know, one post where we give really specific guidelines, but from there, they'll continue posting over the course of a month or two months or three months. And, you know, those are just kind of additional bonus posts beyond what we'd agreed to in that one sponsored instance. And so you are able to track impressions and returns and traffic and all that stuff. So Ancient Nutrition, I know you have a number of different products, as you mentioned. Which ones are they posting about and which ones are attracting the most attention? That's a really great question. So I think most people kind of know us for our collagen lines, but actually one of the most successful campaigns we've done recently was working with our line of probiotics. So we have a, a really, really great line. We have, you know, different options based on, you know, if you're male or female and uh, different additional needs that you'd want to get there. And so for that campaign, you know, instead of it hit right as Corona was getting really, really big and when everything was starting to shut down. So, you know, while that would seemingly be really poor timing, it was actually really great for us because probiotics are so incredible for your gut health and your gut host most of your immune system as well. So it actually worked out really well. And we paired that product launch with a a gut type quiz. So it's a free quiz that you can take and you answer just, you know, basic 
questions about yourself and it'll identify a gut type for you and send you a free guide of not only supplement recommendations, but also, you know, lifestyle recommendations, foods to eat, foods to avoid, even a, a daily routine that you could follow to really optimize your gut health for that specific gut type. So through our influencer campaign, instead of having them link out directly to PDPs, we actually had them link to the gut quiz. So through that, we were able to you know, not only are people learning about us and seeing, oh, this influencer that I follow thinks that they have really great quality, but then they're also getting that additional free value and just, you know, whether you end up buying a supplement or not, I think it's such valuable information that you get from that quiz. We were only able to work with about 50 people for that, but we actually saw the same number of obsessions to our store as we would typically get from a campaign with like 200 to 250 people. So that just really, really resonated with, you know, not only our own audience, but the audiences that our influencers have as well. Gut health is such a big thing right now, such a very hot topic. Just going back to that quiz, does that tell you which strains would work best for you? It's a little bit less about the specific strains and more about the herbal components that go with them as well. You know, for us, we have a really solid base probiotic that we recommend to most people. In addition to that, we also include different herbs and things like that to make it more absorbable for different types of people. So like there's a a gut restore one that's going to have things like licorice root and other things that are also really, really powerful for people who already have more severe gut issues. So yeah, it's, it'll kind of recommend the best herbals and, you know, even in the mornings, if you should have, um, you know, coffee and collagen, or should you have, you know, lemon water and things like that. So it's, it's really personalized to, to your specific needs. And personalized health is also a big trend right now. I'm curious if you've noticed any other shifts in consumer behavior amid this pandemic. Yeah, I think, you know, especially with our ambassadors, you know, they're talking about our our proteins and our collagens and things like that. We get, you know, some mentions on probiotics and herbals, but now that the pandemic is here, we've seen a lot of them actually switching and getting really authentic with their gut health and with, you know, the minerals that they're taking and even being a little bit more honest about the issues that they've had in the past. So we've seen a really, really interesting shift in people just getting very real about the different digestive issues that they've had and the types of supplements that they take to combat that. And are you seeing that on the consumer side as well as the ambassador side? Yeah, you know, I definitely think that our probiotics have always been a a really, really big seller for us. We also released a line of lower cost immune supporters as well. And those were really successful for us also. Yeah, I, I know that one thing that I definitely noticed just being on Instagram pretty regularly is that a lot of these influencers and ambassadors are posting less produced photos and more authentic posts that seem to speak to more of the everyday person versus the person who's on a yacht or something like that. Yeah, absolutely. It's been so interesting to see as we put new products into people's hands, especially, you know, they're not able to go out and shoot with their professional photographer. So a lot of them are, you know, kitchen counter photos. And we've seen, I think, especially in the health space that that just resonates with people more because when it comes to your health, it's so personal and you just really want that genuine 
review from someone of, hey, I took this and it actually helped. And I think the authenticity of the maybe less produced photos makes that shine through. Mm -hmm. And do you think that's what it is about these influencers that allows them to communicate messages more effectively than the brands themselves? You know, I do. I think that, you know, obviously it depends person to person, but we also see a lot of people who do have, you know, nutrition credentials and people who are already really invested in the natural space kind of naturally gravitate towards us. So it's also been cool to be able to have people who have different nutritional backgrounds be able to share about what they're using and being able to see different perspectives come together, you know, even in the beauty space, being able to repost an influencer who's a nutritionist and the next day, someone who is a fashion blogger and then be recommending the same product, but for slightly different reasons and just kind of showing how central your health is to really every aspect of your life. It's given us a really interesting way to show people you know, the different ways that these really can be impactful. Yeah, it has to be fascinating to sit back and kind of watch all these different people post various things about the products and and definitely getting the word out in their own creative way. I know that you mentioned before that you're allowing influencers to be their creative selves and, and not putting too many guidelines on their posts. How do you balance that with the FTC rules? FTC rules, especially in the natural space, are pretty strict. So that's really the one thing that we give pretty strong guidelines around. And we actually, you know, we ask people to send us captions just so that we can read them ahead of time, really to protect both them and us. Because, you know, we've seen, especially with the Kardashians, for example, you know, they were actually the ones who the FTC came after, not after the brands who they were supporting. So yeah, we make sure that we're protecting them and looking out for them. And we will let them know if, you know, they say something that crosses the line a little bit and just say, Hey, by the way, we want to make sure that we're protecting both the company and you as an endorser. So yeah, that's really the one area that we try to, you know, make sure that there are some guardrails around. In recent months, especially, we've certainly seen a number of warning letters go out to not just celebrities, but brands and distributors and a little bit of everybody. I mean, the FTC has really come down on a lot of entities for some of these health claims and things, especially when it comes down to coronavirus and things with hashtag COVID-19 and all that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we we try to avoid encouraging them or as a brand to really hit that head on. Just as things continue to change, we just want to make sure that we're being extra careful. Yeah, it's a really delicate area and you definitely don't want to come off as looking to cash in on the crisis. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, we've always had immune supporting supplements and all of these great things. So it's more so about, you know, bringing awareness back to these products that are more important than ever instead of trying to capitalize on a not great situation. Mm-hmm. So looking ahead, I know sometimes it's hard to, to see or imagine what life will be like in a year or two, but post pandemic, whenever that might be, what can we expect from ambassadors? Do you have any predictions on the brand influencer dynamic? You know, I think we probably will see some return to the more polished posting, but I think there's going to be a lot who really keep that, you know, more authentic look going. I think a lot of them have really enjoyed you know, being able to let that guard down a little bit and be able to show more real glimpses into their lives. And, you know, I really think that that's something that's going to continue and something that I'm just a, a natural health nerd myself, something that I'm really excited to see personally. 
I think a lot of people can relate to that, not just on a social media scale, but just in everyday life. For instance, I think a lot of us are a lot more comfortable not wearing tons of makeup, maybe not filling in our eyebrows every day as we were before. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think even just showing, you know, what you're actually making at home instead of, you know, every day being, uh, you know, this beautiful latte that you picked up while you were out and your Air One Market meal, you know, I think just showing people, you know, hey, when it gets real and I'm at home and I'm in a pinch, this is what I'm making to stay healthy. Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be so interesting to see that continue. Yeah, I think the one silver lining that may have came out of this pandemic, if, if nothing else, is maybe all of us becoming a little more authentic and a little more comfortable in our own skin. Absolutely, guy. Yeah, I really hope that it continues. It's been so fun for me to watch. Bailey Dumont from Ancient Nutrition, thank you so much for coming here on the NutriCast today. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. If you like what you just heard, you can subscribe to the NutriCast on iTunes. And for even more neutral-related content, you can always head to NutraIngredients-USA.com. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm Danielle Masterson. As always, I'll catch you here on the NutriCast next week.